T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And it seems like you know, this week, kicking off with the Folk Festival chat at the top of the hour with Lisa Sims, we're, we're focusing on music. So I'm, I'm all about that. And there's somebody who really has an uh, up-close perspective on the local music scene and also how it's changed through the years. Uh, and, and I had to have him on because he has a new book out. So I had to, uh, had to invite Andrew Cawthorn, who's also known kind of as RVA Playlist. Good morning, Andrew. Morning, Jason. <laughs> Thanks for being with me. So what what possessed you to write a book? It sounds really hard. Yeah, so uh, I think over the last year, uh, I had just been having all these ideas in my head, uh, stories of local musicians that I've interacted with, uh, festivals that I went to, venues that I had frequented. Um, and the idea for a book just kind of took hold in my head, and so I decided just to get all these stories down on paper, and now I have a book out called RVA Playlist. Yes, stories from the Richmond, Virginia music scene. And we should back up a little bit and let people know uh, we're playing a little bit of your playlist, too. Um, we should let people know about your background, What because you, you, you started covering concerts for a blog back in the day. Yeah, so I was a, a blogger. Uh, Back in the early 2000s, uh, I ran a blog called RVA Playlist, which focused on the Richmond music scene, local bands, bands coming through town, new venues coming up, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I was also a music journalist for a number of Richmond outlets, the Times-Dispatch, Shaw Weekly, RVA News, a bunch of others. Um, so I was very entrenched in the local music scene through my writing. And so you had you had all this uh, history of concerts you'd been to, and I, I read in an interview with you that you had saved so much of that stuff uh what 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 are we talking about there oh i i saved everything that i've ever worked on every video <laughs> every article every news clipping every blog post uh i kept all of that information and that was extremely helpful when i was writing the book because i had already had a kind of a written recollection of that time so i was able to flesh these stories out yeah when you um when you sat down to to look back through some of your old stories. I mean, I know for me, when I see things I've written years and years ago, it's, 
you kind of forget about things and you're you're taken back immediately to that time. So what were what were some of the memories that you went through as your uh, that might stand out as as significant and meaningful? Uh, yeah, so uh, especially writing the book, uh, I ended up uh, putting together a playlist which you played, uh, and I spent more time listening to these bands of the time that I did actually writing the book. Uh, so for me, that was the biggest uh, uh, thing to take away from it was just how great all these local bands were. But some of the things that I went through, um, you know, my first ever band interview, I ended up calling six bands by the wrong name and completely embarrassed <laughs> myself. Nice. Uh, and then up to the point where I was working with the Friday Cheers concert series and got to interview a whole bunch of nationally known artists like St. Paul and the Broken Bones, Future Birds, uh, Head and Heart, those kind of artists. Um, so it's, you know, a lot of those great memories came up. Uh, so let me ask you some, some, some things. I, I know it's going to be hard to, to really define this and there's, there's all kinds of ways to answer this question, but for people who aren't aware of the Richmond live music scene, and I know you're, this is not a history of music in Richmond, but it's a specific period, but how would you describe, uh, bands in Richmond? And is there, is there a Richmond sound? Is there a type of music that tends to do well here or that bands have um, broken through with? Um, and I'll just leave that open to you because I, I don't know the answer, but you might ha- shed some light on that. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's a distinct Richmond sound because there's so many different types of music and different genres that are permeating throughout Richmond. We have, you know, an incredible punk and metal community. We have an incredible jazz scene, a great indie folk scene, uh, and a lot of different types of genres are permeating throughout Richmond. Uh, so I think if anyone is coming to Richmond or is not really uh, noticing the Richmond music scene, it do- doesn't really matter what type of music they're into. They should just go out and look because there's, uh, there's going to be some type of artist that will appeal to them. As you were you know, you've you've interviewed so many bands through the years. Are there any recurring themes that you find? Uh, I think the biggest thing, especially from the local scene, was uh, every local band I interviewed, especially in the early 2000s, they were all saying how great Richmond is as a music community and how much it was growing at the time. Uh, there were new venues, a lot of people coming out to support live music, new venue, uh, new uh, festivals coming up. Uh, a lot of people had a love for rich in music, uh, and that was very evident throughout the city. So, so Richmond did tend to support the local bands. They did for a, a period, and I think they can always uh, support them more. Mm-hmm. What are what do you think is missing from the scene? That's, that's a good question. I think missing from the scene. I think we need some type of like big draw to bring the music lovers in. And we have a few of those with our big venues and like the folk festival, for example, we've got those uh, starting up, but I think we can just always have more and actually make Richmond a big music destination. Yeah. What are, so, so share with me, I I know you, you know, I'm not going to ask you your favorite band, but you know, what are some special memories you have of, uh, of attending concerts or of, of bands that really, have done exceptionally well in Richmond that, that are still going strong that people can go hear. Yeah. So I, I would definitely say, you know, artists like, uh, no BS brass, uh, Jonathan Vassar, uh, Horsehead, 
those are some of the bands that have stuck with me throughout the years. And then as far as venues, I would say the Camel is probably one of my favorite places to go to, along with Gallery 5 and the National. Um, always something going on almost every night of the week to go catch live music. Yeah. Do you, do you think, um, you know, one of the things when, when, and of course style is, is back up and running again, but when it was, was facing closure for a while, I was thinking and talking to some of the music reviewers there about um, really the, the dying art of critique and reviews of, of art of us and especially music. And, you know, it seems like, and this is just my fuzzy memory, but it seems like we used to talk about concerts, review concerts in, in all different outlets, and that, that we saw more uh, coverage. What, what is your take on that? Have we, have we lost a lot of that? Or are you seeing it come back? What's, what's the state of our music coverage these days? I, I'm seeing a lot less like concert reviews and more you know, feature uh, artist profiles of someone who is making, a, making waves in the scene. Um, and it's more focused on the personalities and the music rather than uh, a writer's critique. Uh, personally, I'd love to see both of that. I, I do miss seeing concert reviews and seeing, you know, how uh, a show was, whether it was great or what, what it, whether it was not. Um, and I definitely feel like we're missing that. And I feel, you know, I would love to see that again. I mean, I think even back to uh, a lot of people probably remember Melissa Ruggieri at the Times yes. Dispatch. It, you know, it would be unheard of for a daily paper to not have a music critic. And she would even go to the, you know, gosh, the Innsbruck After Hours concert. And you would hear about how, you know, some uh, a larger national band did. She would weigh in with her critique of that. Yes, I, I remember Melissa quite well. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I, I think those were always interesting and valuable. And, uh, you know, it's always nice to promote local bands, but, you know, I think they also want to hear people giving them some feedback on how they're doing. And, and, you know, maybe, I mean, at least, at least the artists I know, they appreciate uh, healthy, uh, fair critiques of their work. Absolutely. And I love to see some writers bring that back again. Yeah. So where, where are we now? I know that you're not um, necessarily writing a, these you know covering the local music scene the way you were but where where are we now in richmond we had this weird period of time where no bands were able to play because you couldn't go see them it was all online and venues were shut down i'm sure that put a a cramp in things but where where are we now what's happening in the current scene so i I think post-pandemic a lot of people are getting out and playing shows again and the the audience is really wanting to get out, go catch live music. Me personally, I'm back to my old ways of going to see live music whenever I can. Uh, I, I think there's that desire to, to go and enjoy a night out with local bands after not being able to do that for so long. Yeah. And I would, I would also say there, the interest, the, the fun thing about local music is that most times you well, a lot, unless you're, unless you really know what's happening, you're going to stumble on a band you've never heard of before, and you might not hear again, but there's a sense of discovery. Absolutely. Some of my favorite artists are the ones that I randomly say, I went to the Camel or Gallery 5, and I was there to see another band and discovered this new band and ended up liking it more than the one that I was there to see. Yeah. And just like you said, it's something very magical about you know discovering something like that. 
Well, Andrew, uh, congratulations on your new book, RVA Playlist, Stories from the Richmond, Virginia Music Scene. Where can people get this? Uh, so they can get it at uh, Chop Suey Books in Carytown. Um, it's also available online outlets like Amazon. Fantastic. Good for you, and I look forward to the sequel. <laughs> Thanks. I'll work on that now. <laughs> Happy New Year, and I think I think we'd both say a, a good good thing for 2023 is to go out and support local music. Absolutely. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Oh, O'Reilly.